Alright, good time of day to all of you viewers uh, whenever you're listening to this, I don't really know. Presumably it is Wednesday and you're listening to The Lost Chapters. So this podcast is going to be intended as kind of like a deep, comical dive into mysteries, cold case files, you know, paranormal disturbances, just really whatever we think is weird. (laughs) And we're just going to look at them and look at these things that kind of get lost in time. Uh, they're not paid attention to where they're just kind of forgotten and most notably erased. Hello, I'm your host, Jacob, and my co-host here in residence audience, Wade. Hi there, guys. And uh, we're going to just go ahead and start with the very first episode, chapter one of The Lost Chapters. Wade, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been yep. swimming? I have been swimming. Have you been swimming in a lake? I Yes, yes, I actually live on a lake. Oh, have you ever gotten touched by a fish? Uh, I saw an alligator once. That is scary. <laughs> Glad you didn't get eaten. But you know what's even scarier? What? Giant fish. Giant? Giant fish. How giant? Presumably very giant. Okay. For now, let me just close your eyes. Just I, close your my eyes. eyes are closed. to put you in a scenario. We're going to go on a little time travel adventure here. <clears throat> how far how far back it's 1800s Ooh. you are no longer a texan you live uh, in canada cold canada can't... okay but it's not cold right now it's summer it's the 1800s okay. it's summer it's canada and you know what you've been working hard it's been a hard long day you decide are there beavers i'm hot you talk to your buddies on the farm uh, the canadian farm like it's hot let's go let's go for a dive in the lake so all your buddies say, yeah, sure, that's good, a swim. So then, you know, you live about a mile away from your buddies because, you know, 1800s, you got a farm. You get your horses, you get your carriages, you get on your one-piece bathing suits, and you take wow. a horse ride to Lake Utopia in New Brunswick, Canada. Where is New Brunswick? Canada. All right. <laughs> you, you see the water, <laughs> looks beautiful this time of day. You decide to just jump right in. You get in, the water hits your skin, you're immediately ah, nice, cooled down. That'd it's be refreshing. Perfect. Temperature's perfect, and this day is perfect. Ah. So while you're playing in the water, you see something. It, uh, it's kind of like a water movie. You know that alligator you saw? Oh, yeah. Oh. Kind of like that. There's a little hump in the water. Huh. Man, that's weird. Loch Ness Monster. Well, it goes under and comes back oh. up. Okay. Then it goes under and comes back up, and it's getting closer to you. Mm. I don't like that. Well, it touches your foot. Mm. You kick a little, and then it comes back and touches your foot again. It feels slimy, scaly, almost like a log, almost like the Loch Ness Monster. Yep. It's literally dragging itself across the bottom of your foot. What are you going to do? Is it slimy? Slimy. Am I wearing shoes? No. It's Do we have shoes? Shoes weren't invented yet. Oh, okay. Dang. Hmm. You know, I think I would try to get out of the water. You know what? Most <laughs> people would. That's a good idea. So, well, you and your buddies get out of the water because obviously there's something in there. You're like, well, golly, what is this? It doesn't matter. You get out of the water. You say, let's just eat our 1800s food, warm bread and stale water. Mm. You're relaxing on the beach. Maybe sunbathing, basking in the sand, and then you look in the water and you know what you see? Still water. That and you see a giant 20-foot eel 
Holy laying down smokes. with its belly up, basking in the sun. <sighs> you just foot long. Yes, you just encountered old Ned. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. This eel Wait, old hold Ned. Up. That is hold what up. the name of the eel is. But okay. <laughs> why old and why Ned? Old because he's old. Ned, because that's just his name, man. How do you know he's old? Uh, he's, I mean, he's big. Big, well, he's big. Elephants are big. They're old. Baby uh, elephants are big, but they're distinctively smaller than older elephants. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next question. Where's <laughs> Ned come from? We're going to get to that. Okay. So, old Ned, he is a giant sea serpent. You know, you know the Kraken, all yeah. those things. There's, there's Krakens, um, there's Octopi, and there's sea serpents. Uh-huh. Different categories, of course. Ned falls into the sea serpent category. Um, he is documented as tw- long as 20 feet, sometimes longer. He's got a big old head. He's dark red. And he is the most unique visitor, I would say, to Lake Utopia. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Me being in a one piece in the 1800s. Well, <laughs> definitely a show. You don't go back though. Old, old Ned does come back. Okay, you're right. I put you in the 1800s because he is documented as far back as the 1800s. Wait, does he leave? You yes. said he comes back. Yeah. So he's <sighs> documented as far back as the 1800s, and the most recent sighting I could find reported was in 1996. <sighs> old Ned visits the lake every two to three or three two to five years. He comes and goes. He was documented in the 1800s, but the natives of Canada use this lake and refer to it as a holy lake whether that's because of old ned or old ned chose this lake because it is holy we don't know like holes in the ground no like place of worship holy oh yeah so i don't know if they're worshiping old ned or old ned is worshiping what they're worshiping oh but old ned likes lake utopia of course i'm sorry i'm a stick it was 2000 that's as far back it's been (gasps) he was seen in 2000 uh there are multiple reports in 1867 68 1872 1969 82 you know point being he's there a lot yeah every three to five years he makes his home in the late summer vacation exactly you know he like he takes a little bit longer than normal people but he likes it you know, speaking of summer vacation, it doesn't really matter when it is either. There's multiple reports of him basking in the sun, and there's even reports yeah. of him breaking the ice in the water. Ooh, that's uh, cold. Talk about an icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he's there always. And when he's there, he just kind of lazes around. There's not really reports of him doing anything besides swimming, laying out in the sun. He's never, like taking a kid or anything no he's actually reported as very docile he's nice maybe a little skittish uh okay i'm just saying if i was a 20 foot long eel and some random dude named me old ned i'd be pretty pissed about it (laughs) of course of course you think he understands i'd take a kid and (laughs) bring him down under (laughs) (laughs) they they rename him they take the old out of his name and the, the tax just stop. Spooky Ned. <laughs> Something. You know, you don't want people coming into your lake. That's your lake house. 
of course, reports have come up because, you know, all these reports are true. Of course, they can't not be true. It's scientific I mean, yeah. studies. Science. Um, they come up to him and he kind of goes away. Huh. So, he's scared, scared of humans, much uh-huh. like sharks. Are there any pictures? Uh, yeah, actually, let me, uh, for the viewers, of course, this is a just audio podcast, but I do have a, do you see that right there? <gasps> Ooh, yeah. it looks like a crab claw with eyes and teeth. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's pretty accurate. So I'm showing away to this uh, website. Old Ned has a website. Of course. And it shows a drawing of Old Ned, and it looks like a crab claw, <laughs> except the part where it's split <laughs> is there are teeth, and then there's an eye right behind that. And that's it. He's got a big old head, and he's a giant eel. Wow, so, and that painting was in 1872. Yeah, 1872. That was one of the years reported. Ooh. You know, he's there there have been no new reports obviously i'm sure he's pretty careful nowadays uh modern yeah. technology and stuff of course i want to get caught same with bigfoot exactly you know those those guys are they live their lives they don't they don't need to be bothered yeah they don't want to bother us and uh loch ness loch ness yeah i think they're actually distant cousins so i think yeah, they make sense once every now and then the bermuda triangle the little family reunion yeah <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, I could see them getting together. In a, oh yeah, in so a Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> that's what causes everything. But yeah. most of the stories, like Loch Ness, the Kraken, you know, those octopi, squids. Old Ned's just kind of a snake. Gigantism ran rampant in Gigantism. the ocean. Yeah, got some giants in there. Well, I mean, the freshwater's nice. You can open up your eyes. The lake, it is freshwater, like you said. There are underground tunnels that go under the dam in New Brunswick and it goes and leads out to the sea. It leads out to fresh water, to salt water. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so there are multiple theories here, of course, that old Ned, every three to five years, he's there for two reasons, one of two reasons. He's either there to breed, lay his eggs, or he's there to eat. <laughs> so... <laughs> But he's not, he's not hostile. So I'm I'm going to bet my money on the egg theory. Okay. Like, that kind of like a salmon, you know? Yeah. Like, got to go home. Upstream. Yeah. Go, go home to your breeding ground and then huh. do your thing and then leave. Okay. okay. Yeah. So those, those underground tunnels connect to the sea, freshwater, saltwater. And that kind of explains why Lake Utopia. If he is a giant eel that likes to roam, then... You know, he wants to go home and breed hmm. and then escort his young once they're old enough back to the sea whenever he sees fit. And they use these tunnels that bypass under the dam to go back and forth. Damn. Yeah, damn indeed. Under it, actually. Ah. With that being said, what is he? What do you think he is? You know, I mean, when you say old Ned, I think of Loch Ness Monster, but different, obviously. So that kind of makes me think of an old dinosaur that just survived, but, you know, or radiation, you know, I don't think there's a... Oh, the Godzilla theory. Godzilla nuclear bomb and under the dam. Okay. In the utopia. Okay. Maybe, maybe the dam is actually a spot for a nuclear warhead. Okay. That's that leaking radiation into the sea yeah. and it just, you know... Well, yeah, just into the cave, you know, because it can't get too far. Or to the that's, underground tunnels. That's true. Old Ned probably just sat under the tunnel and he's probably taking a nap. it in, just yeah. like Godzilla. All right, what is he? 
All right. So well, that's that's a big question here. We have a few, you know, those eggheads out there in the marine biologist community. They like to they like to theorize and use their science words and they like to be non-believers, you know, try to make sense of things. Open your mind, you eggheads. Not everything can be explained. But yeah, they think he's an eel. Okay. Just like yeah. a big old eel. Yeah, so Okay. There are eels. Um they're called conger eels. They grow to pretty big size for a fish and they do they also the thing about them and why people think that's old Ned is because they can transfer from freshwater to saltwater easily, just like Ned. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so they do the exact same thing, obviously on a smaller scale, and they actually lay their eggs in the ocean. Oh, so reverse. Yeah, so they, they grow up in this freshwater, and then they go out and they lay their eggs. They don't come back. They they die. Ah, uh, RIP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they're also highly aggressive. Ah, uh, so that they, doesn't these are sound two like old things. Ned. Ned is not. One, he's not dead. He's very uh, alive and very oh, of course. in Lake Utopia. Yeah. Um, and two, he's very nice. Of course. Of course. So these conger eels, the theory, it matches up pretty good. They're going to grow up, mature, get bigger, and then migrate to the ocean, breed, have their children, and then die. Okay. So, you know, of course, Ned being a giant serpent is what they call him. He kind of looks like an eel. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they that's a big theory is that he's just a giant conger eel that never stopped growing. And I don't, I, there's no other explanation about the reverse part, about why he would be reverse going into the ocean and then coming Well, maybe back. that's what makes him so big. Maybe, maybe he figured it out. He figured it out. He's like Buddha. These other eels just dying, you know? Yeah. The old Ned was like, I'm chilling. I'm, at, I'm enlightened. I have Utopia. reached a new level that these other eels cannot possibly understand. Utopia. He has reached Utopia. <laughs> yes, he made it. He made it. Maybe Utopia, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why it's like Utopia. The natives knew it was. Oh, that's right. It was a blessed Utopia. And Ned figured, we out. figured it out. Yeah. I mean, Go away, eggheads. You don't, you need, you need investigators case. like us. You need these guys that will get down and dirty and think outside of what the scientific norms yep. think they know. That warhead. That warhead. warhead. Bless. <laughs> Radiation is the key to a utopic society. Okay. Write it down. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> All right. So anyways, <laughs> that's, a different, that's a different episode. We'll okay. get to that. Okay. Chernobyl. It wasn't an accident. Different episode. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Old Ned being a giant serpent doesn't die, just relaxes. That's it. That's the eel theory. Of course, it has its holes. It also, the conger eels prefer deeper water than the Lake Utopia has. Of course, you know, the ocean is much deeper than freshwater lakes are. I, I, that one doesn't really hold merit for me. <laughs> this next one yeah. is pretty interesting, actually. It's the oarfish okay. theory. Do you know what an oarfish is? I've heard of them. You can catch one in Animal Crossing. <gasps> that's right. Oh, yeah, that's where I know it from. Really long, giant ones. I'm going to Google it real quick. Yeah, Google it real quick. Oh, those are the big... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're freaky looking. Yeah, they are. So, viewers, obviously, you know, you can Google or fish too if you want to take a pause in the podcast and Google that. But basically, what they are is just 
a giant fish. Like it's got a cool mohawk. Yeah, for lack of a better term, they're a giant eel. I mean, it's with the mohawk. Weird translucent body with fins on its head going all across its spine, and then it's just like a worm, kind of. It's like a (laughs) a ocean worm. Play Animal Crossing. Yeah, play Animal Crossing. Get up to a sponsor. The fishing rod, catch one, and then come back and watch the podcast. By then, not a sponsor. But yeah, orfish is literally just a giant long fish. Um, Reports say they can grow up to 26 feet or more in length, which is pretty dang big. That's as big as the least reported sighting of Old Ned, which was 20 feet. So that does hold some merit. Here's the thing about orfish is they're not seen very often. Uh, in fact, when you go and Google, most of them are drawings except dead ones. <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go Google it, you're past that point, but uh, watch out. There's some dead oarfish. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, so oarfish don't breach the water unless they're dying or have died. And if really, a lot of them wash up on the beach because they're dead. Okay. Uh, and so, and a lot of actual folklore, pirate folklore about sea serpents many of those eggheads believe that it was actually just oarfish swimming, breaching, and dying. And that's why you have so many tales of pirates. Like I saw, you know, when you're drunk on rum and mm-hmm. ba- baking in the sun without any oranges, so you got scurvy, you see a fish, like, there's a serpent. Arr, shoot the cannons. Ew, uh, that's spooky. Yeah, well, it's it's ugly. <laughs> I mean – it's ugly and old Ned is not pretty. All right. He's old Ned, not beautiful Ned. He's uh, got a cool Ned. mohawk, though. He does have a cool mohawk. Um, and so that's actually one of the reasons why they think it's an oarfish is that red mohawk on top of the uh-huh. oarfish. Old Ned is brownish red in color. And a lot of the red comes from a singular, like, line marking on his body. And so people mm. think that could be the oarfish fin. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because they're all red. It's always going to be red. And that it's it's just right along the spine. So there's a lot of theories. And that, hey, that red line on Old Ned is just his orfish dorsal fin. Huh, okay. There's (laughs) more holes in this theory, of course, because it's not the actual evidence of Old Ned being just a a giant serpent guy. Uh, Right. (laughs) Orfish do their absolute best to avoid freshwater. Oh, um, they do no. not go back and forth. In fact, they have been known to avoid any pockets of freshwater in the sea, which is oh, awesome. Oh, no. Yeah, so any pocket, they're like, nope, not going there. It's too fresh for me. I'm not that cool. I don't have a backwards hat on. Can't go there. Old Ned. Old Ned goes there. That's a big hole. He's that guy. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's different, you know. He's just built different. He's just, <laughs> he's just built different. He likes that fresh water. He's that he can guy. open his eyes. Exactly. So the likelihood of an oarfish swimming down a freshwater tunnel and then into a freshwater lake, chilling for a couple years and then leaving, is probably lower of a theory than the eels reverse breeding salt yeah. and freshwater. But, I mean... Does he need salt to live? Does he just have high cholesterol? No. I would say through my vast studies, of course, Uh um, because I've spent hours 
upon hours studying old Ned for the old Ned. paranormal investigation. Of course, I'm I'm an, I'm not an expert, but I'm a hard worker paranormal? on my way to expert. Since he spends three to five years in the freshwater and it's a pattern, I would say he probably prefers freshwater more. But he still needs the salt water. Do we ever need salt water? I don't. It kills us. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't think old I, Ned would like it. I think he no. probably prefers the fresh water. I think I think he probably just escorts his children like, not like a turtle. Sea turtles abandon their kids and let them fight for themselves. But well, old Ned's nice. I like sea turtles. They like to live. That's my spirit animal, but that's a story for another day. Oh, okay. Yeah, my spirit animal is actually a giant sea serpent. Oh, uh, old Ned? Uh, Actually, old Ted? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're closely related, but not brothers. Actually, sisters. What? Uh, so, what do you think old Ned is? <laughs> <laughs> ha, okay. Between an oarfish and an eel. The two scientific answers, of course. Of course, of course. I think it has to be an eel. An eel? I, I, yeah. Only because of the circumference of the old Ned. Old Ned's a little thick around the waist, you know? Or fish typically aren't that wide around. I think they're pretty slender. But I guess you can make an argument for eels, too. Oh, man. Let me let me just look up a conger eel. No, I mean you look up a conger eel. Look at my screen right now. It's yeah, thick neck boy. It's a little chunky. Yeah, and you know that face right there. That face does kind of look like old Ned. Yeah, it looks like somebody would look at it and be like, ah, old Ned. That's its name. <laughs> you know, nobody looks at a oarfish with a cool mohawk and be like Ned. <laughs> That'd be like much cooler name. Young hip Fred. Exactly. You, know? you don't look at something with a mohawk named Ned. No, I no, just, I if, just if you have, have a mohawk, you're not named Ned. Exactly. I mean, I, maybe it was 1800s and named it Ned, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I have a history major and I did a lot of scientific studies, and I don't think uh, mohawks were there in the 1800s. I'm sure somebody had one. Maybe. Maybe his name was Ned. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where it is. That's how it, it is. A really old guy named Ned with the mohawk chilling at the lake one day, and they saw old Ned the monster, and they're like, hey, you two, y'all are you you look, close. look at that. Ned was just, the, the human Ned was just a kid, and so it couldn't be kid Ned, you know, or exactly, young Ned. Yeah. That's why, together. that's where the old came from. Old Ned. Old Ned. Man, we just solved this mystery. You scientific eggheads, it's an eel for y'all. Um, for people like me, who uh, is a true believer and really understands the outside world that's not scientific because not everything can be explained with a book and a calculator. In my mind, I think it is entirely possible that old Ned really is just an undiscovered species of sea serpent that goes in between fresh and salt water. There's a lot of yep. things that we haven't discovered um and there's a lot of ocean that we haven't discovered do you think so, it's radiation it could be 
but I don't think there were nuclear bombs in the 1800s. Oh, I forgot about the 1800s. Oh, I was thinking early. But, but here's my justification, all right? You okay. got Ned, you got Nessie, uh, you got uh-huh. Serpents of Pirate Stories, uh-huh. and you got, you know, all these combined makes me think it's not a coincidence, you know? Um, dragons weren't a coincidence. Their dragons are real, of course. course. And, you know... With all of these lining up, I think there is an old ancient species of sea serpent that can go between fresh and salt water. And, you know, obviously they used to live in the sea, but as humans expanded and started to encroach on the sea, some Mm -hmm. of them retreated to a lake and kind of got trapped there. Now, I don't think Old Ned's trapped, but like we said, I think maybe it's its home. You know, back in the 1800s, that was a very popular uh, yeah. maritime traveling. Yeah. So I, I'm willing to bet he probably could have been like, oh, man, what's that big wooden thing? Retreated into the lake and just kind of stayed there and then comes back and now it's his home. He's got a little couch, you know, a little C-star C TV he's got going there. He's living uh, a good that life. That nice. Yeah, I'm jealous. Uh. There's an undiscovered sea serpent species that is dying out, but we have reminiscence of it in Old Ned, Nessie, and uh-huh. all the other lake monsters that there are that people seem to think are just logs. So you think there's more than one Old Ned? I think there's more than one Old Ned species, yeah. I think Nessie and Old Ned are probably the same thing. Oh, you think they're the same? Yeah, because, uh, well, actually, I don't know. Isn't Nessie like a, isn't it theorized Nessie's a plesiosaur? Yeah. Doesn't she have little arms? Yeah, I've um, I've done three research projects on the Loch Ness monster. Okay, okay, so you're an expert. I'm well versed in Nessie. Okay, well then I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very possible that there's plenty of undiscovered sea species, and Old Ned may just be a sea serpent that has escaped detection in the scientific community because everyone in in uh, New Brunswick knows. Everyone at Lake Utopia knows, hey, old Ned's in there, watch out. I mean, he won't get you, but he may be yeah. laid down. Oh, yeah. I'd go to Lake Utopia just to try to see him. You maybe get a little pet in? <gasps> yeah. Rub his little mohawk? I want to watch TV with him. <laughs> On that starfish, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think? Are you, he's real? Not real? Oh, I definitely think he's real. Um, but I, I don't think he's in the lake anymore. I think he's down in the ocean in the bottom waiting until, waiting until the lake is clean again, waiting until people are gone. Okay. He hasn't been seen for about 21 years. So I, you're going with the, the Al Gore theory. Okay. I think he's just in the bottom of the ocean, just waiting it out. I could see that. Hanging out with Loch Ness Monster and the Kraken. Yeah, maybe he's sterile now. No need to lay eggs. He's, uh, has to do. he's a bachelor. <laughs> he's got a, he added a little bachelor pad in the ocean there. Yeah. I'm Bermuda. single. I'm no longer a father and I'm ready to mingle. Exactly. All right. Well, there you go, folks. I think we can confidently say that old Ned is real. May not be in Lake Utopia anymore, but he is, was, and is beautiful and very gorgeous.
Um, so or if, just you, if any of our listeners are out there in New Brunswick, Canada, and, uh, you know, can go snap a picture or something like Utopia, we have, we do have a, uh, a Twitter account that you can go ahead and sub to. It is called actually, let me get to it. I wasn't ready. It's called at lost chapters pod. If you are happen to live in Canada, go ahead and send us pictures of Lake Utopia. We'll have an update with this episode, of course, but send us anything you want us to investigate. I'm very good at research. I have a degree in history. So I built my entire academic career on research papers so I can do it. You know, any crazy theories you have, any paranormal investigations you want me to follow up on, send it. As always, Wade is here as the resident audience. Well, thank you for having me, Jacob. You know, this is going to be really fun. I'm excited to see where this path takes us. Of course. Um, So thank you, Wade, to coming out. Uh, Look forward to seeing you again next week. And listeners, thanks for coming, joining us on this week's podcast. So here we are, closing another page on another lost chapter. Join us again next week as we take another dive into the unknown history of the world. Have a good one.